0: Hi guys, what's up, welcome back to another episode of Sermondo Talks. My name is Christina, and I'm here to introduce you to some of the smartest Amazon experts from all over the world. If you haven't subscribed to our channel yet and you'd like to get some industry insights, hear some interesting stories about entrepreneurship and learn some useful hacks that you can apply to your own Amazon business, make sure you subscribe to our channel now and hit that notification bell so you will never miss another episode again. I'm super excited to announce our today's guest. It's Johnny Luis Amaria Torres, who's the founder of eBowz, a German-based Amazon full service agency. We will talk a little bit about his company, his own journey, and the particularities of selling on Amazon Germany in comparison to other Amazon marketplaces. I'd say, without further ado, let's say hi to Johnny and ask him some questions. Hi, guys, I'm here today with uh, Johnny Luis Amaria Torres, who is the founder of eBaus, a German based Amazon agency. And yeah, I'm super happy to have him here today. Uh, hi, Johnny. Glad hi. to have you on. And uh, I really look forward to this interview. How are you today? I'm fine. And you? I'm doing uh, really great. Um, I don't know how's the weather in Hamburg? As always, cloudy and rainy. But <laughs> we're used to that. <laughs> So for our audience to understand, both John and me are based in Germany, but uh, I'm in the South and he's way up in the North, so I had to ask. All right, uh, let's get right uh, to it. In one sentence, what is eBaws? In one sentence,
1: I would say eBaws is your global partner of choice when it comes to showcasing your products high in the search results pages on Amazon and increasing your brand presence. And
0: which services do you cover exactly? As a
1: full service agency, we cover um, various services. It ranges from detailed page, PPC campaign optimization to full seller or vendor central account management, consultation, and so on. And for how long have you been in business already? Uh, me personally,
0: I have eight years of extensive Amazon experience. Um, so, and the agency, how long has that been around? The agency has been founded
1: in 2000- two thousand two. 2017,
0: 17. So good three years already. That means you're doing a good job, obviously. Otherwise, you wouldn't be around anymore. (laughs) Thank you. you. Um, Can you give me just a ballpark number of how many clients you have worked with already?
1: Oh, that's very difficult to say. I I, I stopped counting, but it would have been probably um, over the last eight years um, working with more than 100 clients.
0: Oh, wow and uh, how do you manage working with so many clients do you have a lot of employees
1: yes we're um, a team of um, 10 let's say colleagues so all native speakers specialize uh, exclusively on on amazon to cover let's say um, marketplaces from germany spain italy france uk usa canada and mexico Um, yeah multilingual team in order to Support all these brands internationally.
0: Wow, you're really international. So, all European marketplaces, Canada, US, and Mexico. Yes,
1: yes. And That's it,
0: awesome. So, basically, uh, a US seller who wants to enter the European marketplaces could come to you and you would exactly know how his situation looks like right now and how you could help him enter these markets. Yes,
1: exactly. And also vice versa. So, even if there is, let's say, an Italian based company and they would like to expand their amazon selling activities in the usa we could also offer our services
0: um do you offer everything in-house or do you also outsource some of your activities maybe photography do you have studios you work with or is everything in-house let's say 90 percent is
1: done in-house and we have some services for example photography if we are offering let's say picture optimization where we are partnering with um, other agencies or, or freelancers who will, let's say, support us in this, uh, in this way.
0: Okay, I mean, uh, I think that's always a good idea because those people are usually pretty specialized in their niche. So um, I think that's a, re- it's a, it's a really good thing. Um, how does the process of working with you look like? Let's say I'm a US seller and I say, hey, Germany's second biggest marketplace. Um, I wanna be present there too johnny how can you help me how would we move forward from the initial conversation
1: yeah so first of all um we schedule a call where we um ask a couple of questions just to understand what's the current situation of the of the customer how many products he would like to get started with uh, which marketplace and once this been let's say um all sorted out we will keep working um, directly and really um, frequent with the, with the customer to create, let's say, a strategy on how to get started.
0: Awesome, do I get my own account manager or will there are several people working on my case?
1: Yeah, uh, in fact, th- there will be one account manager who's assigned to the customer. The customer will directly um, interact with the account management And But below the account manager, there are all the SEO specialists who will do the task. So for example, if the customer would like to do a selling operation across all the European Amazon marketplaces, he is one um, account manager and the account manager will then delegate the work towards the Italian, the Spanish, French, German, and um, English SEO specialists.
0: That's awesome. I think that makes communication very clear, really easy, very hassle-free because it's one of the, the biggest pain points for our users that when they work with an agency, suddenly they have to turn to five people and they never know uh, when one person is available and the other not, and they're on vacation. You know what I mean? So that's and, really great.
1: And actually, we also went through this. In the beginning, we had this type of <laughs> process. We had everyone involved and then we, we started to notice, okay, it started to get messy. No, let's keep the the communication clear. One account manager interacting with the client. And yeah, that's how we proceed.
0: And um, in general, what do you think makes a good Amazon agency? Obviously, uh, good streamlined processes, great communication. What else?
1: Yeah, I would would say um, having a customer-centric approach, doing whatever it takes to solve the client's needs and also going beyond what the client will actually pay for. So that's something that we are trying to do. Um, Obviously, we always have an agreement, um, a contract with the client, but we also try to deliver more than what he was actually asking for. And in our way, uh, or for us, this was, let's say, a successful strategy.
0: And why do you know so much about selling on Amazon? You said you have eight years of experience. Were you an Amazon seller yourself? Or how can I imagine?
1: Yeah, uh, I would say basically everything started in the UK. Uh, while I was doing my bachelor degree, I had the opportunity to work for a um, very popular um, distributor. And this distributor at that time, they were a direct partner of Amazon UK. And they have international brands like Beats by Dre, Sennheiser, Bose, uh, wow. Philips. So they were working with all these international brands. And I, I was inside their Amazon team And it's when everything started. So I picked up all the knowledge. Um, Obviously eight years ago, Amazon SEO was uh, different uh, than how it is today. And yeah, everything started there. And after 10 months of let's say Amazon experience, I quit my job, went to Italy, started to become a, a consultant. And yeah, many years later, now we have the agency and operating internationally.
0: Now you're here on my podcast. Yes. I'm happy everything <laughs> turned out the way it did. Um, why should I choose your agency over other agency? Like, I think our audience may not know this, but there are not that many international, really good Amazon agencies uh, out there. So of course, we're really picky who goes on Cermundo and Johnny is one of them. But in your own words, why should clients choose you and not another one?
1: Um, I would say we have a tremendous customer centric approach. So offering on demand services with quick and massive action to solve our clients needs on Amazon.
0: And are there also areas where you think you could improve maybe? Um, I think one area
1: we could definitely improve um, is transparency, especially working with big brands who have thousands of products. It starts to get uh, challenging to keep everything under control. And that's something we definitely working on.
0: But as you said before, you are very uh, keen to learn from your own problems. As you said, like when you learned that you have to streamline communication, for example. So I'm not really worried that you will figure that out too. (laughs) What about your clients? Are there any ideal clients you have in mind? Do you work with uh, small sellers, only big brands?
1: Um we're working actually with small sellers but also with big brands. Um, it, I, I wouldn't define an ideal client because um, every client is different. Um, every client has different challenges. Sometimes um, I, I think for us, let's say the, the, the key is communication. So if we have a clear communication with the client, if the client knows what he wants and and, and is not changing mind all the time, that uh, makes uh, the work easier for us.
0: And can you tell our audience a little bit about the German marketplaces? Maybe what are the, like from your experience, the three main differences to the US marketplace, for example?
1: Oh, okay. So the German marketplace is very special in, let's say, eight years ago, the UK market used to be the number one market in Europe. And right now, the German market has uh, passed the UK market. And what makes the German market so special is that you're not actually just selling on Amazon to German customers, but you're also selling to Austrian customers. You're selling also uh, to customers from the Netherlands. So if you check actually on, on Amazon, you have, let's say this, the, the possibility to translate the German language into another language. And this is a hint where uh, Amazon Germany is operating. So it's also we have inside of the German marketplace, a uh, customer from Poland. So um, this makes Germany so so interesting because it's not Germany only, there are more marketplaces or let's say more markets involved in that particular market. And one thing I I really appreciate um, from the German marketplace is that people are willing to spend a bit more if they are receiving greater value and greater quality.
0: Awesome. And what about buying behavior? Are there any differences that you see? Like I saw a statistic that Germans are more likely to return products than U.S customers, for example. What are some other particularities you have in mind?
1: Well, um, I don't know a lot about, let's say, the buying behaviors and the difference between the US market and the German market. Um, But as I mentioned before, one thing I I really appreciate from the German market is that people are willing to uh, spend more on a product Mm -hmm. if they know it's it's a quality product.
0: And how would you plan the perfect expansion to Germany? If there is such a thing as a perfect expansion, there will always be problems or issues on the way. But just in general, what should businesses consider before going to the German market?
1: Yeah, well, it always depends on um, the product category, the product itself, and also the resources that, uh, that a company has. But in general, I would always advise um, a customer to do the market research to know who are your competitors. It's uh, probably in Germany, you won't have the same competitors than you have in the US. And even some US competitors who might be already active um, on the German marketplaces, it doesn't mean that they are, let's say your main competitors. So you need to do your market research, know who are your competitors, what's the correct price point, And based on that, you build a strategy.
0: So it's basically like starting a new business. (laughs) So, so, yeah. Um, Could you name three things that your clients say about you and your work?
1: Um, Customer-centric approach, massive action, and trying to solve the, the customer needs.
0: Could I contact previous clients of yours to verify what you just said? <laughs> yes,
1: and actually you already did that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I already did that. If you go to Johnny's or eBow's, some on the listing, uh, you will have verified reviews there. But also every customer could do that, right? Reach yeah. out to previous clients. Okay, awesome. Um, how does your pricing look like? Do you charge per hour, per month, per project?
1: Um, everything is possible. It always depends. Um, there are some, some customers who are looking, let's say, for a long-term relationship. So here we have a monthly handling fee and also a percentage on um, the commission. And then we have, let's say, smaller clients who, who are hiring us for, let's say, a setup project. They want to get started on Amazon. We we set up the account. We, we optimize the listings. Um, we gave them, let's say, also some consultation on how to optimize their ad campaigns by themselves so here we have let's say a three months project um, some some customers they ask us for a specific product page uh, optimization so here we have a one-time investment um, then we have other clients who are, i would say even uh, private people who just want to get started and maybe don't have the money to afford an agency so here we try to offer them let's say coaching sessions where we say hey I'm I'm transferring our knowledge or my knowledge to you so you are able to do it by yourself and here we um, let's say agree on a on a on a on a coaching on a coaching plan with four five six uh, coaching session depends on what the topic is and there's a one-time one-time fee yeah
0: that's awesome because a lot of agencies only offer their like uh, full service packages and I think a lot of sellers are, they're hesitating to work with an agency because agency always sounds so expensive. So what I uh, heard now is that you do not only offer like full service packages, but also a la carte services. So I could also say like, I only have just one listing. I only want you to optimize one and you would do that.
1: Yeah, we would do that.
0: Awesome. Is there a service contract before starting?
1: Um, in the past, um, I, we never used to have a service contract. So it was always based on, based on trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since, the, since the, uh, we founded the agency, uh, obviously we have a, um, a service agreement, but, but it's very flexible.
0: Okay. And mm-hmm. There's no
1: long-term commitment that you need to commit one year or not even six months. Um, with the 30 days notice, you can opt out at any time. That's great. Because, That's- because we are, we're not like, a I don't know, a telephone company like Vodafone two <laughs> a few years contract. If the client is not happy, I don't want the client to pay for service if he's not really satisfied. Yeah. So we, we, gave, we give this, let's say um, assurance, this guarantee, this security to the client and it's our, our work to make sure that you're happy and that you're fully satisfied with our service. So we put the pressure on us. And, and this makes us focusing on the client
0: great I really like that Speaking of um, checking the quality of your work do you have some sort of reporting system in place um, do, you, do the, does the client get I don't know a report every two weeks or every month uh, what's in there yeah Tell me a bit of it
1: it always depends if we have a monthly re- um, reporting where we um, let's say uh, talk about the general KPIs, overall sales, orders, and so on. Then we have a monthly reporting um, related to advertising campaigns, but every reporting comes also along with a, a monthly meeting. Mm-hmm. So we have monthly meetings, um, sometimes it's in person if the client is in Hamburg, or it is via Skype or over the phone where we discuss, let's say, our monthly reporting, and we go through all the important kpis and to see okay where do we have some issues is this could this might be a problem let's fix it before it actually becomes a real problem so it's better to prevent than to cure
0: that's a that's a great line i will use (laughs) it i will use it in the description of the video (laughs) um so you said clients can always uh drop out of the business relationship when they're not happy and in general how would you deal with a client that says hey johnny i expected more and somehow i'm not satisfied doesn't necessarily have to do anything with the quality of your work but sometimes managing expectations Um, so how would you deal with such a situation Um,
1: it's 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 very it's very easy we don't charge the client if he's not happy oh wow yeah it, it, just, it just happened once in eight years that a client had totally different expectation, but I also learned from that. Um, this happened actually when I was still a, a consultant, mm-hmm. not with the agency, um, but here was the key to communicate with the, with the client um, to make sure we agree on what is the work that needs to be done. And so far we had a very good, um, yeah, good work with this approach. Because um, if, we, if you communicate, then everything should be clear. And we're also uh, working very closely with the client. So it's not that we're just doing our work and then we just hand it to you. We always discuss it with the, with the customer. Because at the end of the day, nobody knows the product better than the customer itself. So I cannot be, let's say, the master of knowledge of every product, every category, So when we do our work, for example, we do the optimization of the product pages. We show you our draft, our example, go through it. Is there something we're missing? Is there something that should be highlighted? So we um, do the work together with the client and together we come to the final, let's say, um, result. And yeah.
0: It's also, I think working that closely with your clients is also a great resource resource for learning areas where you can still improve, for example. So when 10 clients would say um, like, hey, the response time is too slow, then you can learn from that and implement it in the future and make your clients even more happy. So that's a good approach. Um, How do you stay up to date? Sometimes it feels like Jeff Bezos is sitting there and just thinking, hmm, what could I change now about the guidelines? Uh, How do you keep track of all the changes?
1: Yeah, Uh, since we, we became, let's say, an official solution provider, on Amazon. So if let's say a customer goes to Seller Central and looks for an official solution provider, he will uh, find us as an authorized Mm -hmm. agency by by Amazon. And we're working very closely with Amazon, especially with the marketing um, department. So all the, let's say, innovations that uh, are coming, um, we get this information directly from Amazon. So it's not just it happened and then I'm just browsing on Amazon and so there's something (laughs) new going on. Um, I get the information directly from Amazon. And also one other source is the US. Most of the the innovations, they happen first on the US marketplaces. And then at some point, they will be implemented in Europe. So um, most of the innovation, we, we already see it coming.
0: Awesome. I didn't know that. That's actually great. You could, if you sell both on the US marketplace and let's say Germany, you yes. can like spy in one country and then already be prepared in, in Germany when it hits here.
1: And that's, that, that's what we're always doing. So we have, let's say our, um, presentation with our, uh, current clients, where we actually present them all the innovations that will uh, be implemented in the next six to 12 months. So they start to get ready. So for example, uh, I was already, uh, one and a half year ago, I was saying to my uh, German clients, Hey, video advertising is coming out and recently they have lo- they they just launched it it was already active uh, many months ago in the us us so now our clients they are well prepared because i already told them one and a half year ago we need to get some videos to use it for uh, video advertisement
0: awesome that's such a like they can get way ahead of their competition that way yes,
1: absolutely it's better to be the first than the last one
0: Okay, Um, is there anything else you want to add about eBowse? Otherwise, I would continue with uh, some personal questions.
1: Well, you're you're, you're fine to go with the personal questions.
0: Okay. Um, Why did you decide to become an entrepreneur and just not work for another agency or company or Amazon?
1: To be honest, it just happened. I, I, I never, um, let's say, made the decision to become an entrepreneur or to found the agency. Um, as, I, as I told you, eight years ago, I was working uh, for a British um, distributor. Um, I had my girlfriend in Italy. I had a long-term relationship. I, I moved to Italy. And then w- when I was in Italy, I, I wasn't even able to speak the language. I didn't know anyone. So I thought, I thought okay, what can I do? Well, I just do Amazon. That's what I was doing the last 10 months. So at some point I became, let's say, a freelancer. And then um, clients were happy. They, um, they, they, let's say, they recommended me to other businesses. I started to have more work. And at some point there was so much work, that I needed help from people. So I started to hire people to assist me. And I don't know, time passed. And at, this, at, at the end, we're now here with the agency. <laughs>
0: At some point you just woke up and you were an agency owner, like how did this happen? <laughs> um, how many languages do you speak? I assume that you have Spanish roots or Latin American roots? Yes,
1: so I speak four languages. Um, my parents, they are both from South America, but I was born and raised in Germany, so um, basically I'm bilingual, Spanish and German, obviously English, mm-hmm. and Um, starting my freelancer journey in Italy, I also learned Italian.
0: Awesome. Uh, Italian and Spanish is pretty close, right?
1: Pretty close. That's why it's also very easy to learn it.
0: Maybe we could, like, after this interview, practice my Spanish a bit. (laughs) (laughs) I really need to learn it again. Um, How does your typical day look like? Oh, are you the kind of entrepreneur who says, I always wake up at four and then run a half marathon, read a book, and then start my day at six?
1: <laughs> no, not really. Uh, I, I think
0: my, my day is, um,
1: I wake up early, obviously. Um, I go to the office. I check all the emails, see um, um, are there any urgent requests where I need to act immediately? Um, it, it, it always depends on the day. And there are some days where it's full packed with um, meetings with clients, where we um, have our monthly meetings. Um, apart from the monthly meetings, we are also offering, um, let's say, on-demand services. So if, some, if there's an, let's say, urgent topic that need to be discussed, uh, I put it on my agenda and, and we talk about it. So I would say it's checking emails, trying to act and, um, give massive action on urgent topics and having a lot of meetings in between.
0: I really hope that we're in the urgent uh, folder. <laughs> so when we send our clients to you, that you think, oh my God, I need to act immediately. <laughs>
1: yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> okay, very good to know. <laughs> um, when do you leave the office at what hour usually?
1: Mm, it always depends. Um, since we're working internationally, sometimes we have clients who are based for example, in LA or in Mexico. And in order to uh, make sure that we are, let's say, doing the calls since there are sometimes seven, eight hours time difference, it, it, it always depends. So I would say an, a regular day would be from uh, 9 to 7 p.m.
0: All right, that's uh, you could live with that. Like a lot of entrepreneurs always flex, like I work 80 hours per week, but I don't think that's really feasible in, <laughs> a, in the long term. Um, what is a skill or characteristic that you wish you had, but you don't have right now? good question.
1: I think now you caught me cold. <laughs> what characteristic? Hmm. I wish I could speak more languages.
0: Oh yeah, that would be yeah. awesome.
1: Like French and, Portugal and Portuguese or in Chinese, and then I think I, I would be good on that. <laughs>
0: Oh my God, Chinese would be so cool, but I think it's really hard to learn. Um, All right, Uh, if you could have a superpower, not speaking any language you like, Mm -hmm. let's take another one. Uh, Which superpower would you like to have and why?
1: Um, I would say, I would like to have the superpower of um, being able to transport myself to, any city, any country around the world. That would be so cool if you can just snap and say, hey, I'm in Miami.
0: Yeah.
1: Snap, Hey, I'm in South America. That would be so cool.
0: It would save so much time and be so good for the environment. So I really hope human can will be there in 200 years or something. Um, Maybe Jeff Bezos is working on that after his space program, teletransportation, you never know. Um, Yeah. Speaking of Jeff, uh, if you could walk into Jeff Bezos office now and ask him for one thing or one question, what do you think would you ask him? I would
1: ask him what's the key to success in his opinion.
0: Saving taxes. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. I, um, I think I would also ask like, what's the next move? What should all my clients prepare for? And then uh prepare them for that okay if you could hire a famous person to work with you or for you uh could be an entrepreneur or athlete singer songwriter whatever who would that be and why um i think i would hire
1: um grant cardone i don't know if you if you know him he's a let's say a sales guru yeah Um, i would hire also mark cuban there are actually a lot of entrepreneurs and obviously, if we had the money to afford such, uh, let's say, entrepreneur, uh, it would be very great to, to learn from them, from their experience, because they're all, let's say, very successful in their area. And yeah, they were probably mentoring us, mentoring me on how to improve our services.
0: Good answer. All right. Then it really saddens me, but we're already at the last question. I have to get my phone ready because I need to stop the time. because. Yeah. You get a you get a task now. You get uh, one minute, and you can give out any advice that you like to Amazon sellers. And after 60 seconds, I have to stop you. Are you ready? Um, I think so. Okay. Then three, two, one, start. Hi,
1: everybody. So, for all of all of you who would like to get started on Amazon, I highly, I highly consider to do your market research, to be crystal clear on the category you would like to sell in, to identify the price point, to know what are your resources, and also to know what do you need. You need to be clear on what, 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 what is lacking. Do you need great pictures? Do you need uh, help with uh, optim- optimizing your, your product pages? I, saw, I see so many uh, people get started on Amazon and they see it just, okay, it's just enough to upload my products. It's just enough to get started. It's not enough. There are so many sellers out there. Every, every day it, it gets more and more. So we need to be really prepared. And it doesn't, it doesn't need to be, you, do, you don't need to be a big brand. But you need to make sure that your product and your brand is well presented on
0: Amazon. Perfect. That was 59 seconds. Perfect. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time and answering all of my or our questions. And yeah, I wish you lots of success in the future. And uh, I know you will make our Simondo users really, really happy with your services. It was a pleasure having you on, Johnny. Thank
1: you. Wish you the same.
0: All right, guys, that's it for today. That was my interview with Johnny. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions for him or for me, simply leave your comment below this video. I also included some helpful information in the description box where you can find out more about eboss and sermundo.com. And you can also find our contact details there in case you want to reach out. And yeah, now I wanna know from you guys, have you ever thought about expanding to Amazon Germany? If you haven't done it, what is stopping you? If you did it successfully, maybe you can share some of your tips and tricks in the comment box and... Yeah, that's it for today. I hope to see you guys next time.